All right, guys. Welcome to another episode on the podcast. Got myself, Brian Gold, Squints. This is our friend Ian. Uh, Ease Kicks uh, goes by on Instagram. Um, he makes some of the dopest uh, custom sneakers on the planet. Welcome, Thank you. Ian. Thank, Thank you for you. having us. Thank you. Thank you for having me. Thank you for being oh, yeah. here. Um, why don't you give us a little background on yourself? Uh, yeah. So where you come from? I'm, a, I'm originally from New York. I moved out here uh, about 14, 15 years ago. Uh, I live in Orange County now. Have a, I have a jiu-jitsu business. That's like my main hustle. And then in the last couple of years, I started making uh, custom shoes. And it was kind of something like when I started out as just being a hobby. I didn't want to make shoes for anyone. I just kind of want to make dope shoes for myself. And then, uh, you know, when COVID happened, I had to kind of shut down my, my jiu-jitsu business for a while, and I focused mostly on shoes for the last, you know, two, three years. And that's kind of when it became a business. Like, not, like I said, not intentionally. It kind of just organically became one. Yeah, COVID will do that. Yeah, any yeah, type of yeah. like shared space like yeah, that, right? COVID exactly. changed the game it's on the cool. Uh, we've actually had another guest on that started a business over COVID. Yeah, Chris. Um, it really focused people, I think, like, you know, you had a lot of time with yourself. Exactly. And you had to harness and hone other skills. So yeah. that's, uh, that's cool to see positives come out of a negative situation, I guess. Exactly. Best way to put it, you know? Yeah. Um, I always wanted to learn how to sew. Uh, I actually bought a sewing machine because I wanted to hem my own pants and stuff. Really? Yeah. I wanted to be able to do it just so I didn't have yeah. to worry about it. And then, like, you still got like it? cut and sew. Yeah, I do. I never used it really. I, it's it's tougher than it looks. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, um, cut and sew is like, is like I don't know. I'm into fashion, so it's a really yeah. cool uh, tool to have in your tool belt type of deal. It you know? is. It's fun, and I would just I would say to anyone that wants to get into it, just just start practicing because it's one of those things that like you're gonna suck in the beginning, and no one could teach you to be good at it. They could just tell you sit down and do more hours. You know. Um, like one of like when I first started learning how to do it, someone had told me they're like, oh, after a while you kind of just know where the needle is gonna land. And I'm like, what the fuck is that? What is that mean? <laughs> but it, it it makes sense. Like after a while, you really do understand where it's gonna land. So it's just like a matter of putting in the time. But but yeah, it's just one of those things. You got you got to put in a lot of work for it. You know? Yeah. Yeah. So I gotta ask, how long does it take to make like custom pair of kicks? So I, I would say like the Air Jordan ones are like the high tops are like the ones that everyone buys and orders from me. Uh, those shoes typically take a lot longer than most of the shoes. Like I would say it would take me minimal 40 hours and maybe I could do it under that. But for one pair. For one pair. And I, I could probably do it faster, but the problem is when I start going faster, I make mistakes. You know what I mean? So I feel, I feel like 40 hours is like the sweet time where you know it'll come out dope. And then some pairs require more time. You know, like if I was using exotic skin, like Python skin or Croc skin, sometimes those, those skins are so delicate, you need to back them, you need to use extra materials just to get the job done. So in, in that sense, it could be even longer than 40 hours. Uh, low tops are a little bit shorter. You could probably finish those in like 30 hours. Uh, so it just, it depends the difficulty of the project, but like the high tops, the air drawn ones that like usually everyone orders from me, those are the, the most time lengthy so far for me. It's basically a full week to bang yeah, out one pair. Exactly, and, and usually I won't work on one pair at the same time. I'll do like multiple pairs. Like I go insane if it's just one pair. You know what I mean? So mm -hmm. I have multiple different kind projects. Bounce back and forth. Exactly. So I'll work a little bit here, then I'll go over to the next pair, and that just kind of like keeps me sane and 
kind of keeps like the project fun. Because if it's the same thing, I kind of get a little bored after a while, you know? Yeah, no, yeah. I get it. On the business side, how'd you get the hype up for your brand and? Man, like a, a lot of it was, was word of mouth, uh, me getting connected to like the right people. Um, just a lot of networking, you know? Like right now I'm, I'm doing all of my marketing and everything by myself. Um, besides my friends or any of my clients, you know, passing on the word, it's mostly me trying to reach out to certain people and trying to see if they want to get some shoes done by me or uh, vice versa, the, their friends hitting me up, you know? But I've, I've gotten in touch with some, you know, pretty high up people that have led me to other people that, you know, just help the business expand. Or I see, uh, getting out there. Yeah. I see your bag, so you're starting to dwell into other leather yeah. works as well. Yeah. Uh, this is like a, like a python bag that I made. Kind of like, a, I don't know if you guys know Kid Super, but like a little Kid Super inspired. Yeah. I kind of wanted to break off and do other things besides shoes, and I still do want to do more things. That's just, I get all my orders for shoes right now, you yeah. know? But eventually when people start seeing other things I make, I'm sure I'll break off to that a little more as well, you know? Is it, is it, uh, different, out, different, actually. uh, different working with a uh, different shape and stuff like that? So, uh, yeah, like to be honest, that was a little bit easier in a sense because you have a lot more space, a lot more space. Um, the harder part was I didn't know exactly where I was going to put each shape. I was kind of yeah. just playing it by ear. I was using um, a bunch of scraps that I already have. That's dope. So whatever scrap kind of fit a certain <laughs> space, I fit it in there. And then I was just kind of playing a little bit of Tetris with it, you know what I mean? But It's a good way to use the scraps. Yeah. Gonna, most of the time you won't be able to reuse it on a pair of kicks. Exactly. Like there's certain things like certain scraps that I'll put in a box. And after a while I have to like just realize I'm hoarding the scraps, you know what I mean? Like unless I can figure out a, a home for it or like a small enough piece that I can use it for, a lot of times I end up just having to either either get them away or just throw them out, you know? Yeah, yeah which yeah. I'm sure hurts a little bit. It does, yeah, because <laughs> there's some of it, there's some materials that are really, really amazing, but I just realized, I'm like, this is not gonna go anywhere, but yeah, a bunch of space is being taken up, you know? So, yeah, time to start making some small wallets. Exactly, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. No, exactly, and, and like, uh, when I take apart shoes, I, I always just use the sole. So everyone always asks me, like, how I make the pairs. I, I take them apart completely, and the soles is like the only thing I'm gonna use from the pre-existing pair. So yeah. you toss the rest. I mean, I toss it, but I have it. So I have like, I have shopping bags just full of uppers. Yeah. And uh, yeah, maybe one day I'll start making those into wallets. I know a guy that makes them into masks, like just crazy shit I could do with it. Yeah. But uh, I guess I'm just gonna wait until I figure out what exactly needs to be done with them, you know? Yeah. I don't wanna just waste them if I don't need to, so. No, for sure. I have them collected and uh, they're gonna they're gonna come out for a cool surprise. It's kind of like a trophy room in a sense too. Because yeah. You get to yeah. You get to see how many pairs you've uh, you've actually made and exactly and the process. You know. And essentially, if I wanted to, I could take some of those uppers and I could just put them on different soles if I wanted That's to. Dope too. You know, a lot of them are kind of just like whatever pairs that I don't really care about. Mm -hmm. I try not to take a pair, uh, take apart like a super expensive pair. I don't have to. Does anybody ask you for that though? Sometimes because sometimes you need sometimes you need certain soul. soles. You know yeah. what I mean. Um, so what's like, the craziest pair that you've deconstructed um with sneakerheads go uh, to be honest like like i said like unless i need it like like a certain soul i won't do it so i usually don't go that route but i took apart like this one this one nike zoom pair that's like it's a little more pricey than most of them you know mm -hmm. i've 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 had to go buy a certain shoe off resale for like over, almost three hundred dollars 
just for like a basic color because mm -hmm. there just were no none of those shoes lying around. Oh yeah. Sometimes like you'll go on Nike.com and they'll have like, you know, a bunch of different selection, but then sometimes they don't. So in that case I gotta go buy it from a like a resale website. Yeah. So I'm gonna be getting marked up and uh and then I'm usually paying kind of more than the pair really needs to be. Yeah, exactly. It really should be, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, because Jordan ones are like incredibly hard to find these days. Yeah, so now they're making it, especially like the the high tops. I see that they have the mids. Yeah, the mids are more accessible, and even the low tops now are becoming a little bit harder to get. They're making it so, I think they want to kind of have them only in Nike stores now. So like if you're going to like to any of those other retail shops, you're going to see like less and less Nikes in the future. Really? And you're going to start seeing more of them on like StockX and Goat, and those are all the, the, sites, the sites that are like reselling it. Yeah. But Nike will have them at their like. Well, I mean, they'll say they'll have them, but most but it likely, just yeah, it's whatever they have in stock. Like the other day, people I people go in there and clear them out, probably. Yeah, yeah, and like just recently, I needed to get a pair. I ordered it online, and then basically, it, the shipping was just taking too long, so I needed to go out to a store and get the same pair. I called like a Nike retail. They didn't have any low tops, any high tops, or any mids, which so, is like pretty insane, you know. Yeah. So yeah, I like luckily found it in a different shop, but they're. They're making it. They're making it so it's going to be less less available in those stores, and then Nike's going to be really the only spot you can get it unless it's resale. Interesting. Yeah. But technically, that makes it easier for people what? to acquire because if Nike is the only one that has it, you don't have to worry about other people wiping out the inventory uh, as well. Well, well, they're they're going to be the only ones that have it, but the question is, will they have it? Yeah. That's that's yeah. the thing. Will they yeah. limit like people? Well, they're yeah. all about. Didn't they? Wasn't there like a whole thing about them like backdooring like hell of stuff to certain people? I and I mean I, stuff? I don't want to point fingers, but I would assume like if I worked at Nike, I might be doing something like that. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> I've the, seen an the, article about yeah. maybe like. Uh, Maybe an employee and their son or something. Yeah, yeah, was, that one was pretty popular. Somebody got busted or something, and it was yeah. like a big deal type of deal. Yeah, because a lot of these people, you have to have uh, some crazy access to Nike to be able to get these exclusive shoes, you know? Yeah. So, um, my that, buddy, that story uh, was, yeah, it was one of the, like, the higher-up lady's sons was getting all the exclusives, and he's obviously reselling them for, you know, yeah, probably my three buddy times, works four times with, as much. Uh, he, uh... He wears the same size as Mark Wahlberg, and he does work okay. like around their house and stuff. So like this fool's gotten gifted like, like Dior Jordans and Shit. like some crazy stuff that yeah. Mark like probably just gets given because he's right. sponsored type of deal. Yeah, and he ends up with because he happens to be the same size. That's insane. Yeah, um, That's yeah, some pretty cool. <laughs> Yeah, it's a good person to have the same size yeah. as if you're going to be around or whatever. Right, you know? Yeah, it's pretty cool. I'm sure he's got rooms full of them. Um, hopefully I didn't get Mark in trouble or anything. <laughs> <laughs> he probably has more shoes than he knows to do with, you know what I mean? So I'm sure, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Uh, I always see DJ uh, Khaled fucking sponsoring him with shoes as well, you know? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So. Yeah, it's it's uh, it's cool, man. I love the... I think that, that sneaker community kind of... Uh, it seems like every high-end retail business is modeled after, like, the, the shoe game now, right? Like yeah, everything is yeah. being resold, like the whole Rolex thing, where yeah. you can't even walk in a store and buy a product. I think it's whole. It's all based yeah. off of the. It's kind of. It's. I mean, it's cool, but it's kind of whack because it. <laughs> it kind of like it's what made me want to make shoes more. Like I, when I was younger, I really couldn't afford the shoes that I wanted, and then yeah. I got to a point where I felt like I could afford them. But then I'm like, do I really want to be spending like this much every weekend on a shoe that everyone has? You know, that's like true, that. True. That's. Everyone wants like, you know, like a hype shoe. They want the shoe that no one else has. 
but all these hype shoes, there's still thousands and thousands that are being made. Yeah. So that was like one of the things that got me into making customs. I was like, well, I'm gonna make a pair that no one has. No one I'm has gonna be them. the only person that has them, and I want them to cause as, as much attention as possible. That's dope. You know, so that's like kind of what got me into it, and, and now it sucks too, because you walk into the mall and you see like a dope shoe store and you walk in, but then you don't realize like, oh, this is a resale store. Mm-hmm. Like yeah, they're they, everywhere. They're all that's Topanga has like Topanga that has like four or five. Yeah, of them, I think. Yeah, there's yeah. like four different yeah. resale stores and like on our, top of other shoe stores. Yeah, I and mean, there's obviously a market for it. It's not cheap 1, 000, to open up mall space. One thousand percent. So like, I mean, I get it, but as a consumer, it, it kind of sucks. It's a and, it, and it makes me more more like want to make a cool pair for myself. Like now, I walk into one of those stores, and I'm like, oh, I want that. And then I read how much it costs resale. I'm like, I'll make that instead. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I'll and I'll put cooler fabric on it, you know. But like yeah. I still like the the sneakerhead and me still walks the stores all the time. Like I want to buy that, but like yeah, I've been buying less and less shoes for myself lately just because I know I can make a doper product. You know what yeah. I mean? So yeah, they're definitely a much higher end quality product. Yeah, your shoes. Yeah, yeah. I, I only use premium materials. So even yeah. like. And even like sometimes when Nike says premium materials, you take it apart. You're like, this is not that premium. No, yeah. it's not. Huh? <laughs> no. I actually uh, I went to the store to try on some uh, some ones, and uh, I went to a resale store first, and uh, then I went to like Finish Line or something, and yeah. uh, I tried on a pair of the mids, and yeah, bro, they fit. They they're not. They were they were funky. They like just don't feel like. Jordans like ones used to feel even like inside really? they were like yeah they were rough I mean yeah I had to size up to like a 10 and then it was still a little tight and uncomfortable it was yeah it was interesting because I have other pairs that are like you can definitely tell like what models have like yeah you know what I mean I would I would say Jordans just in like Air Jordan ones in general I think have like a tighter fit than most shoes they do huh yeah like if you put on like a New Balance size 10 compared to like a yeah, Jordan like it's they're a lot wider different. it's yeah. for like a wider foot so like uh, Air Jordans are a little bit for like a, more for like a narrow foot yeah you know? and this is why I go ultra boost yeah, oh, so they, yeah, so, yeah, yeah. So they, they run. I like the New Balances. I got a pair of New Balances yeah. recently, and they're really comfortable. You yeah. made fun of me for wearing New Balances. I was just making fun of you, but then I went and bought a pair because they're comfy as shit. And they're get, it feels like they're getting a lot more popular they're again. They're super as well, popular you know? right now. You yeah. can't even find them in a store right now. Yeah, Which so. you still look like a dad wear. I think that's yeah, the, yeah, you know, yeah. That's like why it's popular because that look is in actually. Because that was like yeah, like the Nike Monarchs were like the Remember? major dad shoes, but yeah. now you got like you know like the New Balance Balance Five Seven Fours. We yeah. have like the same width width to it, so kind of like a similar style. Have you done a pair of New Balances yet? Yeah, I've actually done one pair of New Balances, and that's like something I want to make more of. I, I really want to just get away from doing so many Air Jordans, but. Like I said, it's a that's classic like, silhouette. It's a classic silhouette, and it's like you know mostly the ones I've made. So when people go to my page, they're like, "Oh, this guy makes good Jordans." But like, I, I mean, I'm down to do whatever now, you know. Yeah. So that's what I've been like. Sometimes the client will hit me up, and like usually if it's one of my friends, I'm like, "Hey, let's like not do a Jordan right now. Let's do something else," you know. But you know, the client's my boss. Whatever they want, I'll do. What's it. your uh, dream shoe to, to to remake? To remake? Hmm. Honestly, I'm like more interested in coming up with my own silhouette and like making something Stoke. that's completely its own thing you know yeah. so how hard is it to make like your own soul to make my own soul would be something that like I would actually need to go to like a distributor like and find someone to actually make one for me um, I could probably have someone like you know conceptualize or like 
make one and like our digitize one rather but to actually have one of those made out i would like definitely need to go to like a factory or something like that um i at, at first i think the harder part would be like for me to figure out what the shoe is gonna look like like the whole upper portion and everything and like i don't know right now yeah. you know but like i i know in, in like the back of my head that's kind of where i'm leaning towards in the future like i'd rather just make things that are completely out of my own mind and not you know, from a different brand you it's know it's funny you said that uh I remember when we first talked and you talked about making me a pair of shoes and I told you that I like wear like Converse and workwear mostly yeah. and shit. When we talked about doing the Converse, I almost called you back and told you and I was going to tell you let's do a pair of Red Wing like a pair of boots. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? Because I thought it would be dope to like see like, you know what I mean? And that yeah. you ain't going to see anywhere. No, like do custom Python or like snakeskin. Exactly. Like, Red wings or that, uppers. That's or what I want to do. I want to do things that like haven't been done before. Or somebody and, looks at it yeah. and they're like, oh, that's that. That's a that's a red wing, but no, that's not a. Yeah, that yeah. That shit's wild. You know what I mean? Has yeah. anyone done like a pair of Timberlands? I've seen. Yeah, I've seen like funny ones, like not not like a real deconstruction reconstruction, but I've seen people like patch on like swooshes to mm -hmm. like a. So there's different shit like that. Like I'm from New York, so like, I I know all about the Tim yeah. life. You know what I mean? Yeah. That's like a culture out there. If you don't have a pair of Tims, uh, and you're from New York, you got you got to step up and get one. For yeah, sure. of course. But, but yeah, like uh, that was like a joke almost. Yeah, like, and like all my friends from New York have brought that up. Like, hey, you gonna do Tims? You know, so that I might have to down the line. You yeah. Know? Have you but, ever deconstructed a pair to see like not it? not Tims? Be honest, but um, I mean like I've taken apart this one. It's a boot that kind of looks like a Tim, but I'm forgetting the so brand. So it looks like it's less less uh, different separate pieces, right? Yeah, and the way that like you attach the soles a little bit different too. I know you have to put like the threading through the bottom, opposed to like mm -hmm. a, like an Air Jordan, you put the threading through the side. Some some shoes don't even require threading like that. Some of them you just glue on. Really? You know? Yeah, but you, but the glue is like next level. It's like a construction cement glue. Off. Yeah, yeah. After it sets, it's it's, it's set. You know. But yeah, um, there's there's so many shoes that I want to start taking apart, and but like unless I have kind of like a vision of what I'm gonna do with them, I probably won't do it until I figure yeah. it out. You know. What's your backlog right now? Right now I have probably three or four pairs. So I usually like since I do everything by myself, I try not to take in too many orders. You know. So like month month and a half, if someone were to put in order today. How long? Oh, how long does yeah. it take? I usually tell my clients twelve to fifteen weeks. Oh wow! And then, if it gets any more backed up, I'll tell them you know maybe fifteen weeks. But like besides that, um, I try to keep it in the twelve fifteen week window. And sometimes I get done before that, but it's just with all the different amount of shoes that I work on, uh, my other business. It's just like my time. I don't have all the time to do it. You know what I mean? Let's talk about jujitsu. Yeah, yeah. So uh, I've been doing jujitsu now since. 2009, um, I was I used to be a Gracie Ba Anaheim. I think your your kids now doing yeah yeah yeah. yeah, yeah. And then uh, during COVID, I switched teams to uh, Cavardina Jiu Jitsu Anaheim. So just now it's doing like a different team, kind of like rebuilding because I lost so many students during COVID. Um, but yeah, it's just also like that's like my main hustle. So that's what where... ages? Uh, what age do you? So for kids, I start them at four. Uh, usually four like is a little too young, yeah. but four is where we start to take them in. And then 
I mean, you do classes all day, so you. Yeah, type yeah, of deal? yeah, yeah. We have classes in the morning, classes at nighttime as well. So you yeah. teach different age ranges and stuff. Yeah, the usually the kids' classes are just at nighttime. Yeah. Um, the adult classes morning and night. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, so that's pretty dope. Yeah, I want to cool. do it, but I don't want to get hurt. Uh, it uh, I mean, it's great. Chance is having a lot of fun. Um, yeah. He's not very like. I think it'll prepare him mentally to like be able to listen or focus a little bit more. Yeah. But he's like super has a lot of energy and is still talking a lot. And How old like, is he now? He's four. Four. Yeah, it's yeah, a good. So age. He's like, <laughs> it's it's it's. He doesn't really quite understand the like, thing the with point the four year olds. If they the four year olds that stick it through, end up being like insane. Like yeah. it's just so good. But it's it's like a, a hit or miss at that age because I feel like you know some of them are starting to connect their words together. Some of them are still. Kind of acting like two or three, you know what I mean? Yeah. So you got you get like a mixture, but the kids that start at four and stick it out will end up being like your best students. Yeah, he's a yeah. he gets it like he can duplicate what they're doing, yeah, type of deal, and understands like the flow of yeah. the class. Um, when they go to sparring, he doesn't quite understand like. Yeah why he's on top of somebody or like why he's trying to tackle somebody or like anything but that's not that, the thing is like you would think that's just a kid Ad- adults are the same way are they yeah like i'll have especially like a brand new per like student you know you'll kind of tell them hey do this do this do that but then you'll just see them pause like i don't know what i'm doing yeah you know what i mean like they want like a I need to go here, 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 and there, and then what do I do? Like they don't, if they don't know the next move, they kind of just get stuck. Cause and, it's grappling, it's like yeah, freeform. So yeah, there's, there's like, what are you supposed to tell them? There's so many things you could do. So you're trying to take this dude to the ground, basically. <laughs> yeah, and the same thing with like kids. That's why I always tell a parent, like if they're bringing a four year old, I'm like, don't expect for your kid to be like a warrior out the bat. And, and sometimes you do. Sometimes you'll get a kid that you're like, this kid's definitely trained before, but they're just they're just a natural. They yeah. just understand it. And then some kids, you're like, I don't know if this kid will ever get it, you know? Yeah. So it goes both ways, but I just like tell the parents that like, especially if you're bringing a four-year-old, just just stick it, just stick it through, because mm-hmm. in time they will be one of the best students. But it's just the age gap in the beginning is, they're so young, they're still like trying to memorize so many different things just in life, not just jujitsu, you know? And when you mean by stick it through, like four to twelve, like <sighs> just continue. Just continue because I think a lot of a lot of parents will take their kids in and then, you know, after two or three months, they're like, my kid's not learning. I'm like, well, your kid's also four. You know what I mean? Like, and sometimes you think they don't. I was not. sold off of the, off of the warm up. Yeah. Yeah. I was like, oh, you mean I can bring him here at three 30 and he's going to fucking run around and then yeah. do jumping jacks. And, and that's, and that's what a lot of it the is. Whole thing. Oh, like, yeah, it was yeah. like a 20 minute warm up, and then go home and shower and sack out. Yeah, bro. Like <laughs> that's he, what I was a lot, like, he needs yeah. this. He's not on his phone. Yeah. Like, yeah, like I, all the working, like actual working technique and stuff, which is great. Um, yeah. coach was really good with them, but like the warm up in itself and then like playing bulldog and all the little games yeah, they do, it's yeah. like was like really cool you know and, and that's that's what they need they need like um, and just stand in the line right back on the wall yeah just like those little discipline and things that, and like i like that they're hands-on and like kind of teaching him right how and, to do something properly and just making like uh games out of the activities that's really big too because a lot of the kids don't want to be like told to do certain things so if you make it into a game it's a lot easier a yeah, lot they, more fun for them but yeah, like the, the beginning, I just yeah, just st- just stick it out. Don't don't take your kid out in three months because that's what a lot of parents do. They like sign yeah. the kid up, like ah, oh, I don't think he's learned enough in the last three months, and then they want to cancel. It's no, like if you no. keep them in for another year or two, just watch. You no, know? he likes but, it. It's a good sport for him. Let me ask you this: uh, 
for prospective parents or people out there, why jiu-jitsu as in reference to other martial arts? Because jiu-jitsu is the most realistic, as in some parents want to like put their kids in boxing or taekwondo. And I always tell them like, all that is really, is really cool. They're all good martial arts, but like if, let's say your kid doesn't end up in a, in a fight at school, they're gonna get taken down. It's just how fights, it's how fights That's are. That's where they always they all, they all get taken down. So if you go to karate or taekwondo or any of those spots for a year, and now your kid gets taken to the ground, everything they know went out the window. Everything. Yeah. You yeah, can't, the, yeah. Taekwondo from like four or five till yeah. 12. My wife's a black belt actually. I got mine and then after that, my dad threw me in Krav Maga. He's like, dude, any fight you get into, you're ending up on the floor. So yeah. switch it up. So like, yeah, all that kick, kicking, all that punching, it's not gonna work off your back. Or not the same, at least. So jujitsu. I think it, like just being comfortable yeah. In, in a confined space or that, that's being comfortable like, holding somebody else down that you don't really want to fight with yeah, either is great no, for them to understand that's, as well. That's huge is in jiu-jitsu just being comfortable in really uncomfortable positions because exactly. people are smothering you. Um, that's like one of people's biggest fears, right? Being held down by somebody yeah. bigger than you or being yeah. held down in a confined space. Or just being claustrophobic, you know what I mean? Like that's what being it is. in tight spaces. That's so. kind of the whole practice, right? So at least if you learn jiu-jitsu first, um, if you get taken down, you can, you can learn how to get back up from jiu-jitsu. You can learn how to, you know, out-grapple someone from the ground. But in terms of, like, other martial arts, I always tell a parent, like, bring, bring them to jiu-jitsu first because then any other thing they learn, they could get back up and they could start right using it. The, yeah. But if, like, if they don't know how to get back up, if they don't know how to just do, like, some basic grappling, like, everything they're learning at that other school is going to go out the window. Yeah. Everything, you know? So that's why I would say jujitsu first. Jujitsu first because you're going to be able to use everything else. It's the building block for martial arts. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. It was cool watching. Uh, I'm I'm old enough to see like the original UFC. Yeah, yeah. And to see like all of these different fighting styles coming in in their own uniforms, and then yeah. to watch Hoist choke out all these fucking yeah. monsters with his gi, and everybody laughed at him for wearing it, but had never really seen and, Brazilian jujitsu, right? And jujitsu was the reason that it became mixed martial arts. It is. Because at the time, it wasn't mixed martial arts, it was just who had the best fighting style. And jiu-jitsu kept winning, so they're like, all right, I guess we need to train different styles. <laughs> that's what, that it became mixed martial arts, you yeah. know? But before that, it was, yeah, it was who had the best style, and jiu-jitsu kept winning, you know? Yeah, so Ian uh, put out some samples of these beautiful ones right here. Jesus. So we can talk about the, the, the intricacy of these. These are amazing. Thanks, man. I mean, this is like, a, it's really a work of art, you know? Thank it's, you. It's cool the way that... Uh, I, I wouldn't want to wear them. And I'd some, be afraid some, to fuck some them like, <laughs> Some people don't wear them. That's, like, that's yeah. like what I always... Some people, that's like their thing. is like, oh, I don't want to wear them. I'm like, you don't have to wear them. Like, some of my clients literally just showcase them in their office or whatever. Um, and, like, that's how I, I look at it and I sell it as, like, wearable art. Yeah. Yeah, you could wear it if you want, but if Does not, it, would yeah. Would it scuff easy and stuff? Say again? Would it scuff easy? These, uh, I'm sure you could. Like, the, well, these are a little bit different since they're python skins, um, and they're like hand dyed. It, yeah, I definitely it's think gonna, they would scuff for yeah. sure. But you um, you wore these though, obviously. I wore these all the time. You that's do. that's the that's the cool thing about making these shoes is I can make like the dopest you know python croc shoe, and I could wear it as beaters if I wanted to. Yeah, you know. So yeah. most people that I make them for won't do that. You know, 
and they're probably walking like a penguin everywhere because <laughs> they don't want to like cuff it or, or, or uh, crease, crease it. it or whatever. But yeah, you know. Wait, people actually worry about creasing it? Oh, I, th I think so. I, people are they, so they worried about like uh, things. People wear actual things in yeah, their shoes to make them not People crease. are worried about making just their regular shoes like crease. So like I'm the opposite. When I get a brand new pair of shoes, I put the crease in. Yeah, I, I just put my I put my toe on the floor and just start stepping on oh, it. You do. I'm like, you want it? Yeah. yeah, fuck it. I wear my shoes. You I like know? stuff broken in as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I would definitely want to wear these. I would yeah. feel like it was almost sacrilege to leave them. No, unworn, yeah. You know, and that's the thing. I don't know if you guys knew this. Like, if you store shoes for a long time and they don't fall wear apart, them, they, right? they could fall apart. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I've, I've seen, seen those that. videos on like Instagram of like t people taking like dead stock stuff like and watching them like Jordans go through the foam and stuff. Yeah, it just falls apart. Exactly. So. I, I have I have a client that I just recently did a pair for um, for his daughter, but it's for when she gets older. So I told him like maybe you should have like your wife wear them because I don't want her to put it on for her first time and they like just fall apart, you know, which yeah. could definitely happen. So it's I mean I guess it's what you have to the risk you gotta take if you're storing your pair. So if his wife wears them, so if you wear the shoe, it'll keep for longer basically than yeah. if it sits? It doesn't happen with all pairs and I'm not really sure exactly the science behind it, but I guess if it's just sitting in like certain like, I don't know, heat or humidity or whatever. It's not it just, having a range of temp and yeah. and stuff. So like, I mean, I've heard people say like literally put it on ice, like you have to like store it at certain temperatures. Interesting. Which I, I, don't, I don't know, I just like wearing my shoes, you know? Yeah. <laughs> What's, um, a, what's a pair like this run? For something like that, if it's like completely all Python, all Croc, I usually charge around 4,500, sometimes a little more. Um, but just depending. Sometimes I'll, I'll need to get multiple skins of something. Sometimes I need to be hand painted to a certain color. Like you could buy certain Python skins at certain shades, but sometimes if you want like a certain color, you got to get it uh, custom made. So like my buddy did this, my buddy uh, Greg Park. His uh, his uh, thing is called Honcore, but he did all this green right here. They're all it's all hand dyed. But I'm so Still, yeah. What's your favorite material to work with? I just like uh, honestly the Python. I think is real cool just because it stands out so much. Mm -hmm. But then there's just different types of um, different types of like Italian leathers that just look so beautiful. Like this the yeah. texture on it. You know what I mean? But uh, I, I like playing around with different stuff. Like I. I I try not to just work with one thing. Like I try working with uh, like suede, patent leather, like all different types of stuff, just to make everything stand out. You know. Uh, what's the most exotic, uh, exotic skin that you've worked with? I would you say done any, like ostrich or. I, w I haven't worked with ostrich yet. That's definitely uh, on the list. But I would probably say like a crocodile or alligator skin. Mm -hmm. Those ones look really nice. But is it harder? Are they a thicker? It's a thicker coat, so it's kind of a harder. Some of, some of them are, but a, a lot of times they're a little bit thinner. So you have to kind of back them with other material to make it like stronger because they're a little more delicate. Interesting. Yeah. Leather's obviously easier to work with. Yeah, I mean, all, all of it's considered leather. Like, this would still be considered, like, python leather, leather you know? Yeah. So, and the materials would be considered leather, but... Uh, I mean, like, calf, I guess. Yeah, because, like, a lot of the calf skins are a lot thicker, so you could... If you need to take any of it off, it's just called skiving. You could skive it. But, yeah, like I said, some of the other materials are so thin, you got to do the opposite. You got to add stuff to it to make it a little bit thicker. You know? Yeah. Yeah. Let's still... What's this black pair here? So right here is a pair of Air Jordans I was working on, which is, this is all shark skin right here. Oh, I was gonna ask about yeah. shark. This That's is cool. shark, this is python, shark again. And then these are just different uh, color shark. So I don't know if you could tell, it's like a, like a dark black one right here. This one's a little bit like a light gray. 
So it's kind of like trying to change up the textures and the colors on this one a little bit. Can I see that? There you go. Yeah. Yeah, I, uh, I think I had some boots that were shark when I was younger. And then... Uh, yeah, this is cool. It has a cool feel to it, too. Yeah, it's wild. I think, like... The shark is one of the coolest check textures for a pair. It just yeah, looks, it's it dope. looks really it insane. It does look great yeah. too, yeah. You wouldn't think it's shark either. No. Uh-uh. It's interesting. What's that? I right here balance. was like a like a pattern that I was doing for the or a, a test pattern I was doing for a new balance. Because I, I have just done one of them so far. So every time I do a new pair, I have to make a couple pattern tests just to make sure like it's coming out correct. So this was like the one where I decided that it was pretty good. I was ready to make like the actual pair. Was it a lot? Was it tougher? Was it tough to like do that that uh, that body since you're so used to the Jordan and the way? It, it's put yeah, together? it it always is tough when you do a brand new silhouette, and then you when you finish it, you you kind of find out you're like, oh, this one's actually might be easier. But it's just like the unknown when you don't know what you're doing, yeah. and it's a lot easier to make a mistake. You yeah. know what I mean? Like so. I've done Jordan so many times, I know like the whole order, everything, you know, from the back of my hand, but like th those are a lot more new, so I can't, I can't always just trust uh, what I remember. I have to sometimes write things down or like take pictures of when certain pieces go together, you know? Yeah, that's dope. So yeah, you can see right there, like that's, that's pretty much like the last thing I do before I start lasting it. And Basically, a last is like the mold of your foot. Uh -huh. So at that point, I would start nailing it to this mold, and that's when the shoe actually starts taking some shape, shape and yeah. uh, that's when the shoe comes alive. That's when it actually starts that's looking dope. really cool. Yeah, it's really cool. Love to see the process of like, you know, we put things on, we don't take them apart very often. Yeah, and taking yeah. them apart is how you see <laughs> yeah, how, everything how well works, they're constructed. You know? yeah. Yeah, I never knew like when someone makes a custom pair of kicks, the only thing you're really keeping is the sole. It's the only thing I'm keeping. Yeah. Like I didn't. For, and, I just and, thought like you overlaid shit. And there are some people that do that. There are some people that will like just buy like a brand new pair, take off the swoosh, add their own swoosh yeah. or whatever. But what I'm doing is complete decon recon. So yeah, I'm taking the whole thing apart, just using the soles. Everything else is completely handmade. Yeah, it's dope. Um, what's next for you? So I don't know, man. Like, like I said, I I do want to break off and do other things besides shoes. Like maybe start making some jackets. Maybe start messing around with some pants. But like, I don't know. I, I like I said, like when I got into this, I didn't I didn't get into it thinking it was gonna become a business. So like every single day, I'm kind of just playing it by ear. Yeah. You know. And there's some days where I'm like, I don't even know if I want to make custom shoes. You know. It's yeah. just like, but but I do love it. It's, it's very it's, tedious. It, yeah. That, that's the thing is like people think like the whole entire the whole process is fun, but it's not really, it's kind of boring, it is very tedious, yeah. and then at the end, when everything comes together, and I'm like looking at the pair, I'm like, oh, this is fucking crazy, like I made these, you know, like, I, I'm like just as shocked sometimes as my customers, like, yeah. oh, like, I made these, these are really fucking crazy. So like, that's the satisfying part, and that's like the part that makes me keep creating them, I guess, you yeah. know, but. Yeah, there's just so much to it, especially like the whole social media part. It's like it's a, it's another business that yeah that has to be. It's not just yeah. about making the product, but right. that now you gotta market yourself yeah. and sell it and and find new business and yeah, you know America makes us want to like you gotta keep exactly. going at this step. So you know now I gotta be a photographer, videographer, and that's the thing too. I felt like. I just got good at taking some pictures. I got like a new camera two years ago. Yeah. I just started to understand it. 
But I, I realize now, like on Instagram, like all the algorithms are for video. So I'm like, all right, now I gotta start making reels. Reels, you know it's what I all mean? Reels. So like, I feel like every second when I, or every minute when I started to get things right, everything's changing up, you know what I mean? So Yeah, they keep us guessing for sure. Exactly, so it's just me like, you know, riding the wave, trying to always stay in, ahead, of, ahead of the game, but it's hard, you know? Yeah, I follow yeah. a lot of people. I love to see, uh, uh, I like to watch like uh, luxury deconstruction videos. Yeah, yeah. To watch people like, leather specialists and people that are like take apart a louis belt and yeah. talk about branding and tell you there's like 25 dollars worth of leather in this belt or something you know what i mean <laughs> yeah. oh they'll, yeah like, yeah they'll, they'll take apart a bag or deconstruct a birkin like yeah, there's a lot of that stuff online which is pretty cool to yeah so we don't think about it as a consumer we we put certain brands on pedestals yeah 1, and we don't think about like the actual quality or or, or craftsmanship that yeah. goes into it you're usually like when you're paying for that you're, you're paying for the name on that bag you know and, yeah like, yeah, same thing. If I were to take apart like a Louis or Gucci bag, it doesn't necessarily mean that that leather is good leather. It's just you know they have their name stamped on it. So. Exactly. Yeah. Like, they could sell a T-shirt for five hundred bucks. Have it's you taken like, like yeah. a Louis bag or a Gucci bag? And I I, ha I have taken part some of those bags. And like yeah, that's the thing is like you'll notice like this leather isn't anything special, but you know like it has their name prints on it. So that's that's what you're paying for at the end of the day. Yeah. And some people are real real anal about that, you know? Like if they want a pair done, it's like, yeah, like it has to be real fabric. It can't be like the fake material. So you've done like a Louis like a Louis Air Force or like a I've yeah. seen Air Force 1. Yeah, like actually Jordans. one of like the first Have pair. you done an Air Force 1? I haven't done Air Force 1, but really? I, I've actually I made a I made a sample pattern. So I've done one, but I've never completed a pair. Okay. But I I I know how to make one. Yeah. Um but I did a Louis Vuitton pair for my lady. Actually, it was like one of like the first pairs that I did, and I took a pair, I took apart one of her bags. Nice. Um, right now, right now I'm doing a Gucci bag. Uh, I took apart a Gucci bag for someone's pair. So Dope. I have done a couple of those. But yeah, like when you take it apart, it's like there's nothing that sets it apart from the other leather. Yeah. You know? it's well, just, it's just, just, that, just that name. Yeah. That goes back brand. into the yeah. branding. Yeah. Yeah. It's a important. Tool. Yeah. 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 Not the most important thing in in sales and business, I guess. You know. Oh, branding's key. Yeah. Without that, I mean, the, some of the best branding of all time is right here. <laughs> Not yeah. just the swoosh, but Jordan brand. I yeah. mean, would Nike, would Nike be Nike without it? That's I don't a know. Good question, I don't know. I mean, yeah. I mean, that they never thought that the Jordan brand itself would be that big. You know? No. They they. I, I don't remember the numbers, but they were like thinking it was gonna make like a couple million the first year. It's you know, it does that like per day you know yeah. like it's insane how much money it makes oh it's crazy so, yeah yeah they and said it's still they're still doing i mean like that that was like a 1985 silhouette that'll be sold forever 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 it's never gonna go out of yeah. i mean it'll go out of style but not really you know what i no, mean it's it keeps coming back into style yeah, you know yeah, yeah yeah i'm big into like the japanese fashion blogs and stuff so i yeah, love to yeah. see what they're like like those shoes you sent me the other day yeah. Oh, what the red ones? Yeah. No, that's oh, not those, are the, oh, those are the mischiefs, right? Yeah, the those, mischiefs. Those are wild. Those are wild. <laughs> I told him I was gonna get him a pair. <laughs> what the hell am I wearing those? <laughs> you gotta, you gotta wear those like New York City on a rainy day, just yeah. jumping some puddles, and some shit, rubber you know? boots. Uh, it was the the Mario, the Mario or Pac Man yeah, yeah. specials right there. I think a Mickey Mouse wore those, right? Yeah, like that. Yeah, <laughs> those are wild. There's the old Mickey Mouse cartoon but, where he's going through. But his those closet. shoes are meant just for those shoes are meant for everyone to be like, what the fuck are those? Yeah, that's exactly. whatever. Just yeah. so we're clear, they actually make those. Oh no, that's a thing right yeah, now, bro. Yeah. That's like the hot shit right now. I can see Kevin wearing them. Super fashionable. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Sometimes, sometimes like the trends are so. It's literally just like who could wear the weirdest fucking shit. 
I mean, runway, bro. That's what it is, really. Yeah. That's what no. it gets into. Because, like, obviously, Absolutely. we go to a runway show and we see stuff that is meant for runway, but isn't yeah. meant for, like, everyday wear, obviously. Yeah. But that's kind of, like, pushing the envelope. And now yeah. people are... It's a really cool time to be alive because people have access to the tools to do anything. Right. Like, this is a craft that you picked up that... I mean, shoemaking was a craft craft. You basically had to have been born into a shoemaking family to learn yeah. the craft of, of shoemaking. Right. And have access to the machinery and the materials to make shoes, right? Yeah, exactly. And now you can you can go about things yourself and yeah. really get out there and design. You know, it gives kids that come from beginnings that aren't in the fashion world type of deal but now they can learn how to cut and sew and do all these things exactly and there's all types of outlets for them to to uh you know it's it's pretty cool i'm a big i'm a big fashion fashion person so yeah. I, I love to see the the creativity and the things that are going on with it yeah no it's it's like it like it is always changing and with it it's funny like you with me saying like sometimes the style is just like who could wear the craziest shit uh a couple of years ago, I'm not even gonna say the guy's name, but a couple of years ago, me and my buddy saw someone in New York City who's like a pretty up there stylist, like a fashion guy. And I didn't, I really didn't know who he was. And my buddy starts talking to him, and I legit thought my buddy was talking to a homeless guy. And then after he left, he's like, "Hey, do you know who that was? That was so and so." It's like little did I know he's like this big fucking fashion. You'll find that. And I, I legit thought he was talking to a homeless dude, and yeah. I was like. <laughs> Oh, and then like, you know, now I kind of get that was his style, but man, he would have tricked a lot of people, you know? I mean, look at Kanye with like how far to yeah. like the industrial, like Mad Max, like yeah, military army vibe, you know what I mean? That yeah. he went with stuff and the weird cuts and stuff. He was like, like the shit they wore in the Matrix before they get booted into the computers. Exactly, you know? <laughs> bro. Yeah. Wearing masks yeah, at like yeah. Super Bowl. Yeah. Yeah, he's going out there with it, but Full that's all marks. like super high fashion, like yeah. you know. Um, I think that you find that the higher you get in business and life, the more people look like they're dressed. Yeah, like somebody off the street. No, I know too, exactly you know? what you're talking about. Like the about. Rick Rubens. Yeah, and I just the, want to blend in and go. These type of guys that like you know, well, very, very, very productive, successful people. Yeah. They tend to wear the same thing every day because they don't want to think about it right. because that's one less decision they have to make and in, in like high, you know, high, uh, high demanding industries. Yeah. But uh, it, it's cool to see too. Like, yeah, I mean, I'm I'm from California, so Levi's, Dickies, uh, California workwear, Converse. Like, yeah. These shit is shit that doesn't ever go out of style. I mean. And you've always wore that your whole life, right? Pretty much. Yeah, pretty yeah, much. Yeah. I mean, styles have come in and out. Maybe the size of things, but yeah. like. Like 501s and, and Dickies and things are going to be around forever, bro. Yeah, They're like yeah. staples, you know? They're not going anywhere. No. <laughs> I mean, everything is fashioned after that. Like, the new thing is like Hillbilly Chic, which is like right up my alley, too. So, like, yeah. there's super high end brands that are like modeled just based off the like Carhartt, you know what I mean? Yeah. And like new, like. What brands are you looking at now? Um, Damn, bro. What was the name of that brand I just seen the other day that was like that? There's a few. Yeah. Um, But I could see like. I went to go do like biker like shirts and stuff for the brand yeah. for Squints, and then I seen like Javinci like that was like their whole next line, and I was like, "Fuck, bro!" Like, I know I'm like pretty good like on what is like what's coming next, but damn, I didn't know that like I hit like high fashion like yeah. on the dot, like on the same on the same yeah. season. You know that's what I mean? That's why you gotta jump on some shit sometimes. You yeah, know? you got you to, bro. I just felt like that's what I was yeah. into at the time, like long sleeve tees and like. Yeah. 
like flame prints and things of that nature. And I yeah. seen Da Vinci drop like that whole shit, and I was like, oh wow. And shit moves um, so fast now, like you gotta jump on it. Yeah, you know what I mean. Yeah, like yeah. like you know, it went from skinny jeans to now everything's like extra oversized, which exactly. is dope. Yeah, I like that better anyway. And it's funny how but, your mind will switch. Like I remember when the pants started getting tighter, I was like, man, tight pants are tight. Like they're they're dope. Yeah. And then now you're starting to see people wear like baggy shit again. You're like, this tight pants is whack, dude. I don't <laughs> know why. Whack. I'm, yeah, I don't know why I'm yeah. Doing it. And you're in like yeah, it's yeah. getting back to like Genko like raver style shit. Yeah, Genko was my shit when I was a little yeah. kid. It's interesting that was, that's the way funny, it, uh, the way it goes. Um, yeah, I'm back into like baggier, bigger, oversized everything, yeah. uh, which is cool because it fits better. It does. I always look for like really well-made blanks because I'm like super into like how everything feels. So it's yeah. not even about like a brand to me, but like. Fuck, I wear like a lot of like unbranded Abercrombie stuff just because yeah. their their material is super fucking soft and usually yeah. a little bit better quality for that price range type stuff for like t-shirts or like whatever. I'll even take their graphic tees and just turn them inside out. I don't want the graphic on it. Yeah. I just like the way their shirts feel and the, and the cut of them, you know? Well, now you could get that sewing machine you're talking about and start putting some squint shit all over it, you know? I know, bro. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I gotta get I gotta get on it. I have a sewing machine. I just gotta, yeah. I gotta sit down and take the time. Yeah, just put on like a movie or put on a soundtrack, you know? Yeah. That's what I, I, that's what I always do. I just don't out unless it's like a podcast or whatever, you mm -hmm. know? But I also just turn off all my lights half the time and then I'll just have like the light above my sewing machine. So I'm just like 100% focused on that. Yeah, which is really really good. Yeah, that's yeah. good. Yeah, I see your setup uh, from your videos is pretty dope. Yeah, yeah. thanks. Yeah, yeah, I got a little singer, so maybe I'll try to do it. I have some pants that need hemmed. I'll go back in yeah. and try to try to hook them up. You know, yeah. worst comes worse, you just go to the dry cleaners after and have them fix it. Fix it. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> All right. Well, uh, let's wrap up. Um, anything you want to share? Where can people find you at? Uh, so right now, you guys can just find me on Ease Kicks uh, at Instagram. I'm going to start um, a website probably in the next month or two. I'm, I'm still working on it. So uh, just follow me on Instagram. You guys will be updated when that's going to be uh, opening, I guess. And if there's kids out there that want to start jiu-jitsu or anybody that wants to come take a class in Orange yeah, County. Yeah, if anyone wants to train jiu-jitsu, um, Cavadinia Jiu-Jitsu or just CJJF in Anaheim. Um, and yeah, if uh, you guys want shoes, yeah, you could hit me up at... East Kicks or eastkicks at gmail.com. Thanks for having us. Or yeah. thank, thank you for coming yeah, on the show. Thank you for having me. Yeah, I appreciate it. Yeah, yeah. I appreciate you making the drive we're, up. Yeah, it's, yeah. A, it's, a, it's a long drive from Orange County, so yeah, thank we're you happy guys. to have you, bro. Appreciate um, it. Thank you. You know, go check out this dope, fine art that you can wear. It's, it's really uh, next level. And, uh, you know, if you want to stand out in the crowd, this is the way to do it for sure. I'm just going to put them on the living room mantle. You would, huh? Yeah, you would I'm wear. I'm not gonna wear. Yeah, you're. He's actually a sneakerhead, though. He has a yeah. ton of sneakers. Yeah, I got like three, four hundred pairs. Really? Yeah, he's into he, it. I'm you more of a dunk guy, though. Okay, well, like a SB. SBs. Or? Okay, cool. Yeah, I'm. I'm working on a pair of those right now, actually. Do you like the high tops or low tops? Low tops. Cool. Yeah, yeah. Let me know when you're I ready. Rarely wear pants. So yeah. I feel like it's weird to wear high tops. With yeah. Shorts. You're just not tall enough. It's a vibe. Yeah. I'm not. I can't do it either. I got. I got short legs, so I can't wear like the ones with with. Uh, Dude, Sal does it, that it, shit it, all You know what's weird though? That but, shit looks so cool though it, on other people. It, it's weird though because like, I know exactly what you mean when you say like high tops feel weird with shorts, right? And I was watching another podcast and the guy was like, "So what was your fit that day?" He goes, "I was wearing a pair of shorts. I was wearing some Air Jordan high tops." <laughs> and the guy goes, "Wait, you were wearing high tops with shorts?" He goes, yeah, yeah. He goes, that's fucking weird. He goes, who else does that? The guy goes, I don't know. If 
fucking Michael Jordan. <laughs> I was like, oh, he's got a fucking point. He's got a he's got a really good point. But Michael Jordan is tall. Shit. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It it looks dope on yeah. people that are tall enough to rock it. Yeah, no, I'm I know not what you tall mean. enough to rock it. I don't like wearing high tops with jeans a lot of times. Yeah. Now that jeans are getting really big, yeah, then I'd rather it, have it high tops. It yeah. works. But like when Skinny jeans gym. were like a little bit tighter, yeah, I couldn't pull it off either because I felt like it. I I only have so much leg anyway. No, nah, I know exactly what look. you mean. I like, but like, I love the way like Jordan ones look with shorter shorts with like yeah. an oversized T-shirt. That shit looks dope, bro. Yeah. Some dudes can wear them with the socks up too, and it just looks. Yeah. I'm like, damn, that's hard as hell. Every time I try to like put it on, I'm <laughs> yeah. like, oh, hell no. I don't look up about the ball right <laughs> I'm now. Probably no, the house, yeah. bro. <laughs> I don't know, Michael Jordan. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's fucking great. But yeah, I agree, I totally agree. Like, I, I put on the high tops with shorts, and I'm like, this just fucking looks weird. Yeah. Like, you know? But that's what that's like most of everything I wear. Like, everything that I think I'm going to look cool in, I put it on, I'm like, I look so whack. You know what I mean? Like, I just don't, I don't know, man. It's just and then like, I end up back in a t-shirt and some Levi's <laughs> yeah. and some Converse. Yeah, yeah like, exactly. Okay, cool, it fits. All right, well, yeah. We appreciate next you time, coming on. Thank you. I appreciate it. Thanks, Ian. Thanks for coming. Thank you. Make sure you like, comment, subscribe. See you guys on the next episode.